said my dad was still alive. What? And I know it can't be true because I watched him die. Nikki, you can lean on me. You have people. Hey, Ashley. Nice to meet you. I'm Nikki. Is she your girlfriend? No, no. I'm gonna take this dumpster. Did you guys hear about Ashley? She was supposed to be here yesterday, but she never came. Maybe she's in serious trouble. What were you even doing at that house? You know about that lady? She's our town boogeyman. She only comes out at night, and she steals children, and she eats them. I'm kidding. You need to drop it, Mickey. You know I can't walk away. He couldn't save his dad. So he's got to save Ashley. Someone would have to enter through this thing out here. I want to do that. I can't remember if I'm claustrophobic. No, I'm, I'm not claustrophobic. I'm not. Do you want me to shove you in a locker so we can find out? I, I remembered I actually am claustrophobic. Isn't that funny? Yes, it is uh, 
Beyonce and myself too, and I'm so happy for the cast and crew. Yeah. Um, and just like that, uh, you know, it is a, uh, it, you know, it's a sequel to uh, Sex and the City, the uh, infamous show that was that was on HBO for many seasons, many years, and you know they came back with it, and just like that a couple of years ago, um, and uh, they were they uh, had the first season, and then the second season. Now we're getting a third season, and I'm excited and happy for the cast and crew of the show, and I'm looking forward to see what direction the show goes into for uh, and just like that. Yes, and don't forget, guys. Thursday is the season finale for the latest season of And Just Like That on Max. And Cat's out of the bag, so it's not like it's a big spoiler, but it's worth sharing. Our beloved Samantha makes a cameo through face chat. Yes, that is very true. She'll make a, uh, a cameo through face chat. And I'm looking forward to see you know what that scene's going to be all about. When the final episode appears, uh, you know, this Thursday, because, uh, you know, I do feel that while, you know, I do enjoy the show, mm-hmm. I do the Samantha and, you know, her antics and what she was up to, I feel as if, you know, um, you know, she, she's been missing from the show for a long time, but, you know, I'm glad that she's going to make an appearance for it. Exactly, yes, yes. All right, so what's been going on with you, Nathan? Anything uh, new that you want to share with the audience that- any new shows or TV or a movie that has caught your attention? Um, as of right now, no, not really. Um, you know, I do feel that, you know, this summer has, it's been kind of, you know, boring here and there when it comes to, you know, certain TV shows and, you know, and, you know, not a lot of excitement is there and all because of, you know, what's, what's been going on with the, uh, with the writers and actors strikes, but, yeah. you know, I'm just continuing to watch the same thing that I am, uh, you know, like, for example, the uh, daytime soap operas that we will get into it on this evening. Also, um, you know, the, uh, you know, reproducible showing, uh, you know, on the uh, networks. Yes. Also, tonight's podcast has been brought to us by Harlan Coben's um, Shelter. Nathan, wait till you see this. I will connect you to it. The thriller... It's based off of his uh, best-selling uh, novel series. Ah, I see. Yes. So this this gives me, guys. This just gives me the best smile ever because me and Nathan are writers, and to see that a popular best-selling author like this can do really good on the streaming platform, that gives all of us writers the hope that we've been looking for. Yes, it does. And not only that, it also, I think, uh, gives us hope that we can have, you know, brand new creativity when it comes to, you know, future TV shows and, you know, other uh, projects when it comes to, when it comes to uh, putting, you know, TV shows and mm-hmm. stuff on streaming and other places and other areas where it can help, you know, create, boost up the show and, and make the show better, whichever show that is. Yes, exactly. And just so you remembered, Nathan, his name is H-A-R-L-A-N-C-O-B-E-N. If you want to check out his books, um, he's a very uh, best-selling author. Okay, I got that. And, uh, you know, congratulations to him. I mean, um, I'll check out what he has to offer. Yeah, Um, yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure that he has a lot of creative ideas 
for uh, what he's doing right now. So congrats a lot to him, and I wish him all the best. And hopefully, you know, he will be one of the people, or one of them, that will be able to help shake up the uh, industry as a whole. Well, it caught my attention because it literally popped up today. Today's actually his debut. Um, it is called uh, Harlan Coben's Shelter, S-H-E-L-T-E-R. And you know what, Nathan? It's already three episodes in, and I'm eating it up like soup. Okay, I'm not you enjoying that. Oh, my God, dude. I enjoying it. From all the chaos that we've been dealing with, just regular things from TV and nonstop, you name it, I'm just glad this just gives us a, an escape that we need. And you wait till you see it. It is amazing. It's, it's so cool. All right. Well, we got so much to unpack tonight. We've got, of course, like Nathan said, we've got TVs and movies and everything to talk about. And we've got two exclusive movie reviews. We've got, uh, what was it, Nathan? Um, I know one of them was going to be, oh, it just came out. Which one did you say? Blue Beetle. Yes, Blue Beetle. It was Blue Beetle. And then there was another one. I forgot what, I can't remember what the sicko one is. My luck will probably remember that next week. <laughs> yes, yes. I think we're lucky we only do one a week, right? But this one, this one was a double because I know it was something important. And that's what makes me like, what was it? Okay, Blue Beetle. I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to remember. Okay, Nathan's going to give us our top three stories, and then I've got some top stories to share. And then after we do our music break, we'll be going straight into our, um, we'll do our, uh, our guest to call in, and then we'll keep going on with the show. All right, Nathan, what's your top three stories for tonight? All right, let's get into number one of the top stories for tonight. And uh, for those of you who have not noticed this as, as of late, uh, with the writer's strike and the actor's strike that's going on, uh, the studios have been going behind their backs, both the writers and actors, and it looks to be uh, hiring a, uh, a ton of uh, AI specialists for jobs in picking line acting. So let's go into it. This is from The Hollywood Reporter. Mm-hmm. In the title, mm-hmm. studios quietly go on a hiring speed for AI specialists, jobs amid picket line anxiety. Netflix is hiring a 900000 per year AI product manager. Disney is looking for a generative AI specialist and saying he's a AI ethics expert. Well, the tech becomes a staple of SAG after and writer's guild uh, picket signs. Uh, while the writer actor strikes are driven by multiple concerns, there's no questions that the role of intelligence and team has emerged a hot button issue. In a fiery speech in Times Square on July 25th, actor Brian Cranston optimized the concern of actors to the crowds of hundreds, quote, we got messages from Mr. Iger, this is CEO of Bob Iger. I know, sir, that you will look at things through a different lens. We don't expect you to understand who we are, but we ask you to hear us, and beyond that, let's listen to us. We will tell you we will not be having our jobs taken away and given to us, to a job taken away and given to uh, robots. The oh, God, that yes. the studios will take their writings or voices and reuse them over and over for little or no pain, with little in the way of notice. Writers feel that the studios will use large language models, LLMs, 
on chat GPT to write or rewrite scripts following their livelihoods. Producers, aka AMPTDP, under the AIU should be called a balanced approach based on careful, not prohibition. Now, let's read the rest of the article uh, at the Hollywood Reporter titled, uh, Studios Quietly Go on a Hollywood Street for Air Specialist Jobs. I think a lot of anxiety, but really, you and I had talked about this uh, weeks ago when it first came out, and uh, we should not be surprised, but the way the Hollywood, you know, the studios are, uh, you know, going about it is just stunning and repulsive. It's disgusting, and there should be a law behind it, because, again, me and you are writers. Can you imagine someone taking away our voice with just a stupid AI? Yeah, and not getting paid at the same time, too. I mean, that's just absolutely that's, insane. That is the low of the low. That's yes. the low of the low. And we talked about this over and over, and we'll bring it up again. Why is it so hard just to fire them, Nathan? Why can't they just clear, this, clear, clear the deck? Start fresh. They're absolutely too lazy, and they don't want to do. They, they don't want to do it. They rather just be content with what they have, and well, if something new comes along, they can cancel the show or whatever, and mm-hmm. just do something brand new, and then that will be a failure before they really know it. It's insane. It it really is, and I, the song comes to my mind, insane in the membrane. Yes, I know. I know that song. Yes. Okay, me and Nathan got another renewal announcement. This is just going good and it's going bad, so here we go. Um, congratulations to Nine Perfect Strangers getting a renewal for second season with Hulu. Yes, congratulations goes out to them. So, you see, Nathan, we're like doing good and bad, but I like that if you catch it, it's the streaming services that are renewing this. Yes, they are. Um, I think the um, you know the streaming services that were new in it see you know you know interest and they want they wanted to continue uh, you know and I do think that they want to see improvements here or there. Yes. I think the only problem with that uh, with having renewing a uh, a series like that is you know are they going to make the changes the necessary changes that are needed to improve that show moving forward? Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, did you have, oh, I remembered one of your top stories you were going to mention because we talked about this. What is going on with the book world that the, um, actors are upsetting the, uh, other actors and the books. Remember we mentioned, what was it, Kirk Cameron and Candace Cameron? You have the latest on that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. We talked about this, uh, a couple of days ago, I believe, and, um... Uh, you know, Kirk Cameron, I believe he was, uh, I believe uh, he was in some sort of, you know, uh, trouble with the LGBT, LGBT uh, gay community where uh, he told them that, you know, his books are not for them. And then also for uh, Cameron, uh, you know, Kirk Cameron's sister, you know, Candace Rue, um, you know, um, you know, she, it's been reported allegedly that she is uh, copying other stuff that should be used for her movies for the, uh, I think was it the Family Channel or something? That yeah, she's stealing channel. it. She's stealing it. Right, yes. And actors are being blind, how do you say it, blindsided. Blindsided. It's ridiculous. It's, again, this is just insane. And my, this is, I don't know if Nathan wants to agree with this, but I'm going to tell this to Kirk Cameron. 
what you're doing is not Christian-like. You don't tell people that my book is not for you. Because that is not Christian-like. And I hate to break it to you, Kirk Cameron, but uh, God loves everybody. Yes, God does love everyone. And I am actually a Christian myself. I can't believe he's doing things like that. I mean, I, I ever regret... I regret ever having a crush on Kirk Cameron. Um, I swear, this is like one of those people that is just out PR nightmare that just does not stop. No, and um, it's just unfortunate that he's going this route, this direction, to, you know, back to his own platform. It's just unbelievable of how right. he's going through this. Right. But I want to commend all the bookstores and all the LGBTQIA. We see you out there. We wish you could. We wish we could be joining you all in this fight, uh, you know, like in person. But we can't. But we do support you um, in any way that we can. Uh, all I can do is just send out prayers to those people because, um, like Nathan was saying, they're doing what they can. They're 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 doing rallies. They're you know they're shutting it down just like the strike. They're striking down productions. Guys, I don't care if anyone gets mad because this is something that you should get mad about. Um, this has got to stop. They're just companies taking advantage of people, actors taking advantage of people, and directors taking advantage of people. It's got to stop. Yes, it has to stop. And the question you have to ask yourself, Willie, and other people are should ask themselves is, who can you really trust at the end of the day? Because you have... A section of people in every, you know, form, whether it's writers, sign, you know, you name it, who have their own special interests and they only care about themselves and they only care about the, the money, you know, the bottom line, the money at the end of the day. Exactly, yes. Um, did you have um, any other ones that you had for your top story? Yeah, I have another one with me right here. Um, okay, let's see what here. This is from uh, Dylan.com, and the title of this is SAG After Interim Agreements for the Salubles and TV Series. Now, uh, this is an update with latest editions. SAG After, which launched a strike against Hollywood Studios on July 14, launches interim agreements programs that allows independent productions with no direct ties to members of the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers to continue filming. The guild, uh, so the guild has been adding to the list of projects, granting agreements, and soon after it went on strike against the AMPTP after failing to agree on a new film and TV contract. On other terms, members, quote, may work on these productions without being in violation of the strike order per guild. On July 27, SAG after began granting casting specific agreements that allow its members to, quote, addition and or engage in negotiations regarding casting these reductions but may not yet travel rehearse or otherwise again rendering services um, for the uh, production. Now uh, I'm not gonna read you guys all the you know mm-hmm. read you guys see all like the like the number of uh, like all the number of films that have been granted, you know, uh, waivers, interim agreements. Yeah. But uh, you know, you have films like uh Fourth in the movie from Miller Hill Incorporated, Three Two Pull Down, uh by Charles Goldie. 37 Days, Real Big Studios, uh, Adult Best Friends, My Adult Best Friends, LLC, um, American Deadball, from American Deadball Movie, LLC, 
And, um, you know, on this phone, this 14 second half just said that it is altering its viewing policy and going forward with, uh, would exclude WGA code products shot in the U.S. after meetings uh, with the virus guild. The next day is clarified. A, dis- a distribution is looking to acquire films with mature agreements. And festival would have to adhere to those terms in order to make a deal. So there you go. Yes. And then um, there was a... Um... I remember we talked about this too, Nathan, on one of your top stories about what's going on with Raquel uh, Levy's uh, Sue and Bravo. She's Sue and Bravo, right? What's going on with her? Yes. Um, if you guys don't know who Raquel, Raquel is, she is from the show Vanderpump Rules, and that's airs on Bravo. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's going on Bravo right now, or if not, then it'll probably appear uh, for next season. But she is on that show, and she is suing Bravo. Uh, you know, because of what she has been experiencing and what she's went through. Exploitation, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so uh, this is just happening now, and she's suing Bravo uh, for that. And, uh, you know, I don't know where this is going, but I would not be shocked if she did not succeed in her lawsuit. Yes, and there's also a lawsuit going against um, Days of Our Lives, um, Alar. Yes, absolutely, yes. I, I remember, uh, you know, we talked about it, and, you yes. know, a couple of uh, actors and actresses are, of that show, I believe, are suing Albert Law for what, you know, uh, they've been through, and also, you know, some of them, quote-unquote, have been fired, let go from the show. We're not going to name who it is, but as you guys know, uh, you know, probably may not heard. Uh, about it, but, you know, they are suing Albert Law, and they have every right to sue him mm-hmm. after what, you know, just took place a couple of weeks ago, when the whole thing came out about the Israel lives, and, you know, this is against Albert Law, and, you know, it's led to his firing, he is gone from the show, uh, but, you know, it's just uh, unbelievable that this has, you know, gone on for so long, and, you know, nothing has happened, but now that he is gone, uh, Janet Drucker, Spawnman, if, if that's her name, she yes. is the uh, producer replacing him. Also, mm-hmm. Sherry Anderson is writing for days under under scab writing. So uh, we will see, uh, you know, we will see her, uh, you know, the, the new material debut most likely heading into 2024 uh, uh, next week. And, uh, you know, I, I am looking forward to see what uh, days brings to the table for that one. Because, uh, you know, they are, according to Jason 47's schedule, they're currently, they're currently only filming January episodes and only the second full week of Scab episodes. So we have a long way to go before a former Eagles of Florida Scott, and this material would have been written in May. So, there you go. Also, me and Nathan do have confirmation that we've been told that the way things are going with the strike, it won't be, it won't be ending anytime soon. You can mark your calendars to the year 2028. Yes, absolutely, and I cannot believe, um, you know, that uh, that it's going to last that long. But oh, I believe it. I believe it. Because, I don't know if you knew this, Nathan, this is more news tonight. I just found out that all the, should all the shows that were scheduled to air for the fall, like they normally do, they've now yeah. been pushed back to mid-season. We're talking Grey's Anatomy, we're talking 911. All your favorites, dude. They're all, they're all like in one big bunch, and they're all set for mid-season. 
That way, if they do lower it down on the strike and something comes through, they're ready. But if not, then backup plans is, well, you know, the stupid batch, Golden Bachelor. Oh, my goodness. Don't even mind about the Golden Bachelor. But, I yeah, swear. I but that's what I'm saying. The networks are preparing themselves for what's yeah. happening. Yeah, as they should. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you tell them about that, it makes more sense because even with those shows that are expected to air, yes. well, not air, but expected to uh, film, you know, mid-season, if the, if the strike continues for the next five or six years, then yeah. probably after 2028 is when every single show, uh, you know, will, will be, uh, will film and then will premiere, which is sad and unfortunate. But I do feel that during this time, we have the Skywriters for soap operas, and I do feel as if, you know, we're, we're going to see how valuable these soaps really, truly stand in the test of time against uh, this writer's strike and actor strike, too, since, uh, you know, there was an agreement with, yes. uh, for the soap operas. And on the other side of the spectrum, still on Bravo, uh, Bravo's under heat right now because other actors are suing the, uh, the network, and... If that's not enough for you, if you're a Vanderpump Rule uh, reality show junkie like I am, uh, I can actually tell you that we found out that Raquel Levis is scheduled not to return back to the show after everything that she endured for the season. Yeah, and not only that, but also, uh, you know, the quote-unquote affair that she had with Tom Sandoval. Uh, you know, that happened a couple months back, and yeah. that's been, it just explained about the hurricane, so, look, I wish the best for Raquel, but I just hope that she does not get back into any form of, you know, reality TV, because... Let this be a wake-up call for her. This is just quit the reality stuff. Yeah, I mean, that goes for other actors, well, not actors, actors, but that goes for other people who want to be a part mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, of, of reality, even look at yeah. Lee Leaks. I mean, she, you know, she went through hell and back, and she decided to leave Bravo, and she's been doing much yeah. better. Oh, yes. Lee. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Okay, um, trying to think what else we had on um, a top story. Okay, we'll be back after a music break. Nathan, why don't you pull up... Um, Wind Beneath My Wings by Bed Miller, and we'll be right back. All right.
All right, thank you. Okay, hang on just a sec. Everybody, we're getting our um, our returning VIP getting through to us. All right, I'm standing by. Nathan, are you getting a are you getting a whiplash with all the characters? Hang on, just a sec. Here we go. Yeah, I'm still okay. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay, I'm gonna merge you. Hang on. All right. Okay, so I should have. Uh, John Owen Chabron, correct? Yeah. And Nathan? Chabron, yeah. Nathan? Yes. Okay, great. We we got we're we're on a road tonight. Great. All right. Very cool. Well, we want to welcome back our returning VIP guest, uh, John, to the show tonight. How's it going tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just kind of showing out. Just saw Blue Beetle. Was not really impressed. Which one? Blue Beetle. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Dodo back. Well, what's going on? Because uh, we, we will talk about that, too, with me and Nathan. But uh, you definitely set the tone tonight. Um, what is it with what is it with Blue Beetle? No, because I, I, I don't know about Nathan, but I loved the movie. But there's a lot that was negative that I just couldn't stand. Like, for example, uh, we don't need George Lopez in the movie. He overdid it with his lame acting. And then the daughter, oh, don't get me started on her, but what was your thought on that? What what was it about it that you did not like on Blue Beetle? Um, maybe I was kind of sleeping, but the first hour I kind of kept dozing off a little bit. Oh, my God, I thought that was me, too. I was like, oh, yeah. I thought, well, good, we're all on the same boat then, yeah. I thought it was just me being tired because, uh, you know, I get uh, insomnia, but um, I think it's the movie. <laughs> is nobody knew who Blue Beetle is and there really wasn't that much promotion for it until almost close to the very end when it came out. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, they really can't be The way I picked up on it was if you didn't read the comic then you don't know who Blue Beetle is. And there, there's... That's what I'm saying. It's kind of... That's to me, and Nathan may agree with this, I feel that that should have been the the networks, uh, the the movies or whatever comics, whatever. All that is all on them. That's all the responsibility on them. 
Because how are you going to get moviegoers to be excited for a movie they've yet to hear about? I mean, we don't know about Blue Beetle unless you tell us through your uh, promotions. I mean, I know it because of comic books, but not everybody's that lucky. Yeah, me too. I mean, I know, I know Blue Beetle. Uh, I know the character of Blue Beetle as well throughout the comics. Right. And even also on uh, the cartoon TV show, if you guys have not seen it, uh, Young Justice. That's, oh, that was on Cartoon Network many years before, many years before it got canceled, then renewed on uh, Netflix, I believe. So, right. Right, and um, this I'm is what I'm saying. They should have been more responsible in the marketing because I agree with the fans. There's just like, some's like, I like it, I hated it, I never heard of Blue Beetle, who is he? Uh, that's really sad. If your audience doesn't know who they're watching, then you're really already off to a bad start anyway. Yeah, well, plus a lot of superhero movies, like, you know, I'm a huge fan of the superhero movies. Of course. You know, like, you've got the hero, and you've got the kind of stuff, like, you know, Ant-Man, the first one, you had Ant-Man, and then Yellow Jacket, who had superpowers. powers. Yeah. And the first Iron Man, you had Iron Monger, like, Iron Suit. And then the Hulk, you got the Abomination, because they're kind of like just bad versions of the main character, and it's been kind of like the same thing over and over again, which, I mean, I think that's probably part of the good sale as well, you know. Right, and I pick up that a lot of them are saying that the bad ripoff in here is that the Blue Beetle is trying to mimic Spider-Man, only the difference is he's blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, the best... That's <laughs> hey, hey, that's... That's a fan talking, not me. But I'm saying, I agree with what they said. I agree with what they said. Um, and, oh, I'll give shout-out to the actor that did play Blue Beetle. He He's a good actor. I like him. He's on Cobra Kai. Um, he's got... I think he still has potential. But um, I think that's what it is to me. I truly feel it was just bad marketing. Um, I think... I don't know. I'm laughing. I, you guys can laugh with me, but is it just me or did Barbie get more more um, marketing than the other movies? What do you think? Oh, yeah, Barbie. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Barbie's everywhere. So, I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, come on, guys. If you're in the movie business, either you're going to do it or you're not. And that's what this is about. This proves it. And what is it? James Gunn, right? That's the vision here. Yeah, James Gunn, yes. Uh, yeah. What do you think about that, John and Nathan? What do you think about that? Did what could have been prevented, or is it possible that maybe James Gunn is biting a little too much? The more he can chew. I mean, I, I, it seems like people are looking the Guardians. I mean, I, I, like I said, a huge Marvel fan. And yeah. I, I grew up in a different different team of Guardians in the seventies and eighties. Mm -hmm. So these these new Guardians would want to lose people are, and they, they want to be open. Right, and but just but according with fans to to strike out right off the bat, what do you how do you feel about that? Because this is actually good. This was supposed to be the new reset. Studios and Warner Brothers for you know trying to push the film out 
a little bit too uh, a little bit too soon. I think if they had more time to really develop it, I do think exactly that it would be yes, yes, any better development. Um, again, I hate to say it, guys, but just the sister. I could have done without the sister. It was just too much for me. It bored me. My EDD only handles so much. George Lopez really pushed it. Um, again, I just don't see... I don't see, to me, I just like... I don't know who he is. I don't care who he is in this movie. Um, he wasn't needed. You got a lot. And, and I will shout out to, to the industry here. Shout out to uh, representing the Latin community. I love that. Um, what a cute little family they have together, but it did give me a little bit of Shazam vibes with the family just redone over by Latinos. Yeah, I gotta say though, I, I love the Flash. That's probably my favorite DC movie. I get a lot of yeah. flack for that being lefty, but I love the Flash. Oh, I love the Flash. I love the Flash. I love, yeah. I love it too. Yeah. Uh, trying to remember if I had any negatives on the Flash. I don't. I actually can say I actually did not think any negatives. The only thing I would have, and that's just me, but I truly felt the presence of Superman not being in this movie of for Flash. But again, I can handle that because um, in comic books they do that too, so that's okay. I'm kind of used to that. But I'm going to give it to Sasha Kill. She killed it as Supergirl on Flash. She was great. Yes, she was. Oh, my God, dude. When she was yelling... What did you do? I was like, oh my god. That's it. That's it, dude. She's she's got it. She they give give her an Emmy. Give her an Emmy. She did she did it. With one scene, she did it. Oh and that part, um what's his name? Um oh I can't think today. Um the one that played Flash, what was his name? Ezra Miller. Oh my god, dude, those zingers. Do you remember, guys, were you laughing when he said that the, the suit was too tight? And he's like, well, you know, you know, and he said it. I was like, okay, I get this. This is good humor. I love that. But overall, I enjoyed the movie, and I like how it did go into the to his, his memories and how he's realizing what he's doing to the universe. He needed that wake-up call, and he needed to see himself through his own lens of how he is where he's a little bit too much for people to handle. Yeah, we got to So I think that was good. Oh, and shout out to the guy that played uh, Zod. Oh my God, he's always a good good villain. Yeah, I love him, Um, John, you had some uh, promotion or something that you wanted to share with our listeners tonight? Yeah. For okay. some events? Yeah, I've been working with a company called Sophis for over 10 years now. Yeah. Soap opera actors in town, and on uh, Saturday, December 2nd, we're going to be having Michael Easton come for a few hours to do photographs and autographs mm-hmm. and QA and lunch. And it's, it's a very fun event. The one thing I like about the Sophis events are that we spend a lot of time, you can have a lot of one on one time with the actors. We make sure that everybody gets, you know, they get all their autographs, mm-hmm. you know, we don't rush people out. You know, it's, just, you know, it's just fun, you know, because basically uh, the girl Patty that, that runs it, she's a huge soap fan, and so she knows what the fans want. And I was so fan, I was so fun. So working together with her, we just make sure it's like the best time ever. It's, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's going to be Saturday, December 2nd in Clearwater. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you can, for registration, call Patty at 727-410-0427. Also check out the Soap This Facebook page. It's called Soap This, S-O-A-P-T-H-I-S. It's going to be held at the Holiday Inn in Indian Rocks Beach, Florida. It's a nice little beach setting. 
Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, it sounds good. Oh, that is sound good. Um, so my main question for you is, with like people like me that can't attend it, is there anything that we can do to like, um, because if I'm correct, Michael Easton is still working on a comic book series or something, right? I think so. I know he's in the, the Comic Con stuff. Okay, I was yeah, I was hoping you might have an intel for us of how we can get onto that, so me and Nathan could get some like extra books for like our listeners or something. Uh, Nathan, do you have any um, questions you'd like to ask John while uh, he's with us here tonight? Uh, yeah, I had one question in mind for him. Uh, John, I wanted to ask you, uh, is there any, you know, sub-actor that you, you know, enjoyed, you know, uh, working with during, uh, you know, during, uh, you know, what you guys have been doing, if there's any, like, one actor, actress, out of all of them that you enjoyed, you know, working with? Um, I, yeah. Can I say three? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. She's down to earth. I love her. Oh, she's great, yeah. Yeah, um, and then um, the one that I work with the most is probably Walt Willie. Again, he, um, he's just a great guy. He's, he's very funny. Uh, he loves, and they, you know, they all love their fans. And he's always goes out of his way. Um, I was talking to him about Lisa Rinna, and he said she scares me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got goosebumps. That's amazing, yeah. She's, uh, Walt. Walt's returning back to a general hospital, I believe it's next week or this coming week for yeah, September. Yeah, 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 I yeah, I was about that. Yeah. Um, and then probably the third one I'm going to see is probably Stacey Hayden from uh, Days of Our Lives. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Crazy Kristen. Dude, we, we, yeah. we got we, we to love Kristen. Yeah, I, like I said, I've probably heard probably three or three times. And again, she's just, I mean, you sit there and have a conversation. Yeah. And she's just, she's just like, she's in the moment. She's just there. All the yeah. Time. You know, so those, those are probably my top three. I can talk about a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Top three. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so what about, uh, which shows are you watching uh, right now, any, if any, on daytime? Um, I watched three out of four. I don't watch Old and Beautiful. I, for some reason, I just never got into it. But yeah, I'm you're not missing much. Okay, um... Uh, so you do watch the you you watch General Hospital. What do you what is your thoughts on the five core writers that have taken over during this crazy strike that we are in? Um, they're doing an okay job, but the thing like you know they they kept talking about the big boss being a woman. Now I'll say no, it's the big boss is a man. Yeah, it's a rewrite. It's a rewrite. No, yeah, that makes sense, too. Um, me and Nathan can tell you uh, one of the big GH spoilers that we found out was, get ready or not, um, Alcazar is returning back to uh, Port Charles. Okay, I heard the actor was, is, is the character returning to or is it? The, the same actor, the same actor, Ted King. Same actor. Ted King. Okay, we got, 
Right. Yes, it's Alcazar. Alcazar. And I'm thinking because I, it's like me and Nathan talk about this. With all the rewrites that they're doing, I don't think they're able to keep up with what's going on because it's so much chaos. But I'm yeah. thinking Pikeman is going to probably turn out to be either Jerry Jacks or it's probably going to be Alcazar. I heard there's going to yes. be, um, um, I, uh, yeah, I heard Jerry Jacks and Hayden are supposed to be. Okay. Yeah, Hayden's supposed to return. And also, uh, you know our beloved Vanessa um, Marcel yeah. is now yeah. returning as Brenda, but they're supposedly recasting her. So Brenda is supposed to be making an appearance. The rumor is that Brenda could be Dex's mom, but we don't know just yet. That's speculation. But yeah. anything is possible. Because it would fit perfect as far as you remember when Brenda left Port Charles years ago. She could have been pregnant with Sonny's kid. Yeah, and then I heard that, um, that Dex made him like his brother. I mean, I hear so much crap. I'm like, I don't believe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when then the latest is Betty and Dex are supposed to be twins. <laughs> oh, and um, I don't know if you caught it on GH, but they redid another rewrite. Now we gotta wait for Sunny and Nina to get married all the way in February. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah just, I, Nina's just too over the top of me. I just, I yeah. love the actress, but I'm just so sick of Nina. Yes, me too. Um, anything else that you wanted to ask, John? Um, uh, Nathan? Uh, no, that, that's about it for now. All right. Well, one, thank you so much for being able to take some time out of the night and drop by. It's always, it's always great to hear from you. Um, wish you and your husband a wonderful evening, and thank you for sharing the latest that's going on with the events, John. Great thing. Huh? All right. Thank All right, you still there, Nathan? Yes, I am. All right. That was so much fun, everybody. Um, <laughs> I guess you set the tone there. Uh, Nathan, what is your thoughts with this, uh, the Blue Beetle? Um, I know you're going to have good and bad. I literally, as crazy as it was, I'm still going to go ahead and give it. I'm going to give that movie six popcorns, and here's why. The a young actor... I can't pronounce his name, but he's got a very unique name. Um, he's really awesome on Cobra Kai, and I think he was cast perfectly as Blue Beetle. I think he did great. Um, I love that we have the villain, or should I say a villainess, and our beloved Susan Sarandon, dude. Yes, I loved her in that movie. Oh, my God. I love that. That is, oh, my gosh, yes. And then... Um, Oh, the lady that played the grandma was awesome. Yes, yes, she was pretty good too. Yes. She, she, was, she was very cute and, and had her, played her moment. But like I said, guys, that would be my main drawback would be George Lopez was not needed. The sister was not needed. It was it felt like too much in the... Sh and, and I hate to say this, but it was just too much of a cast that felt bloated that we really didn't need everybody and everybody to be in there. No, I totally agree with you. I had no issue. 
Oh my god, it was, yeah, it was dragging. I almost fell asleep from the beginning of it. Yeah, but it did pick up, you know. Yeah. Zone. This is not a spoiler for too much, but it will grab your attention. Did you catch Nathan the beginning of the company that's listed as our former Blue Beetle? Cord? Cord? I love that. That was a great reference for those that read comics. Yes, absolutely. Cord uh, Industries uh, was created by Ted Cord. Do you think that this movie should go with the sequel or should it just stay the way it was? This movie was supposed to be the epitome. This is 
this is a reset that you guys made a big deal over, James Gunn. Why on earth would you contradict yourself casting George Lopez? It makes no sense to me. And it shows that, you know, you know, the movie cannot be taken seriously with him a part of it. So no. there was no for George Lopez at all. Or you should have not just had, you know, the character's uncle a part of it at all. Just have his family there, Jenny Cord, and so on and so forth. And to just to, uh, you know, what comes to the future, though, of the movie, I thought, uh, you know, there were some times where it felt it was that's the problem that's the problem if you watch that movie again you're you're like really really you want to watch it again but watch it again and you tell me nathan if you count it if you were like a scorekeeper how many times can you count george lopez in a scene that wasn't needed that's ridiculous dude that's ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous no 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 but we can't tell me nathan can tell you guys that there are two post-credit scenes in the movie of Blue Beetle. Yes, there is. Um, yeah, two post-credit scenes. You know, the first one was the, um, you know, the one about uh, the uh, whereabouts of Ted Cord. Uh, I, I forgot about the second one. Uh, dude, that's what I'm saying. I forgot too because I was just like, oh, the movie's finally over. That's it. It's it's done. Yeah. Same here. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's see. We've got that out of the way. Let's start with our um, the casting real quick for Days of Our Lives. We can confirm that Jen Lilly and Zach Tinker are returning to say goodbye to Victor Kuriakis' character on Days of Our Lives in Salem. Um, now, here's a twist, guys, because... You're going to have Jen Lilly for just a temporary while as she returns as Teresa Donovan. But she's going to exit and something's going to happen where Gwen exits town, probably skips like a coward. When she returns, she'll be playing the role of Teresa without the accent. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm here for it. I look forward to seeing how she's going to handle this without the accent. Because I've heard her before without the accent. She does really good, so I'm I'm hoping that she can hold her own with this character. Yeah, same here. Uh, when I first heard about this casting, when it comes to the character Chris Donovan, yeah, Emily Levine would be, uh, you know, replacing Jolene because Jolene is not going to be staying on long term. So Emily Levine will come back to the role, will come to the role, uh, will play the role, excuse me, of Chris Donovan without the accent. I think she will do a very fine job, and I'm looking forward see how she uh, pulls it off, you know, because I do yeah. think that, you know, she is uh, um, also, uh, I think she could do any role uh, to perfection, for example, you know, when she was Jana on Ryan Oh, on, dude, I loved her as Jana. That was a good yeah, one. And also, yeah, and also on, uh, you know, for example, she came to Israel Lives as, uh, you know, Emily. It wasn't, you know, uh, as I went, excuse me, it wasn't, you know, uh, the actress yeah. was a problem, just to writing later on that, you know, pretty much was useless for the character of Gwen. So, I'm glad the character of Gwen will be excellent, but I hope, hopefully they know what to do with uh, Tracer from now on out. You know, I miss this, um, you remember Young and the Restless when we found out who Jenna really was? You remember it also involved, um, oh, what was her name? Um, is it Abby? No, not Abby. Colleen's 
father. On Young and the Restless, remember, um, Jana was a part of the reliquary storyline. Her father was a famous uh, jewel thief. That was a really good storyline. That was some really creative storyline. I miss that. We don't have that these days. Yeah, yeah, there's not, there's not enough, you know, creativity no. to see that kind of again, but, you know, I do agree with you. That was a very creative storyline. That's what it was. Brad Carlton, it had everybody in it. It involved Victoria because of her art. It involved Victor, Brad Carlton, yes. and the guy, remember, Victoria was dating an art, an art, um, art major professor or something like that, remember, Aiden? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember, yes, yes, I do. Yeah, that was yeah, that was oh my god, dude, that's like back in the day. That we we need that kind of stuff again. Yes, we do. It's badly needed. All right, Nathan, we're gonna head over to General City. Do you want to give us a quick little recap as you dive into our spoilers? Okay, let's get into the young wrestlers and uh, you know what's been going on for uh, the past couple of weeks. Now, uh-huh. if you guys don't know. Um, you know, Adam had helped Phyllis out to, you know, get Tucker off of her back because, you know, he found out that Tucker and Audrey had covered up a, uh, you know, a situation where an artist on Tucker's label had violated underage girls and, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Adam blackmailed Audra, you know, Tucker and Audra, and the only thing that Audra had, the only Audra could do was go to Victor and tell him and Nikki everything at the urging of Kyle, Kyle Abbott, played by Mike Moore, and, uh, you know, Victor was not happy with Adam, and, you know, uh, the two of them got into it, and, you know, this is the problem, I think, with the character of Adam, he always seems so fit to lose, where, you know, he just, he just can't seem to get a victory. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, how do you say it, um... Let's let's kick Adam this week, sort of storyline. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of the punching bag. Yes. Yeah, I mean, how many times are they gonna do that? Because after a while, for the fans, they get tired of all that nonsense. Yes, they really, they really do. And I do think there has to be some kind of change where the character of Adam does come out on top. Yes, exactly. Okay, and uh, what did you think of um? Because I think that was really like out of nowhere, how they just automatically sent off um, Adam's son. That was very disappointing. But I can get the story behind it because it's involving a little bit of bullying. But to actually just lose Adam's son that way after he just lost his daughter, dude, that's overkill. Yeah, it is overkill. I mean, I, I love the actor who plays uh, Connor, the young actor who plays Connor. Yes, yes. And I do feel as if, you know, if Adam's not going to have, you know, uh, his on-screen son on the show and not have his daughter on the show, then what's the point of Adam even being in General City in the first place? Because he has, I mean, yeah, he has his family, but they treat him like garbage. Every time Adam does something wrong or he tries to do things his own way and... You know, it just shows that, that the character of Adam barely has any direction on the show. And I think barely because, you know, he does have an interest in mind when it comes to uh, the company that he's a part of and uh, Industrious, if that's the name of it, yeah. with, uh, with uh, Sharon and Nick. 
and he wants to merge uh, new media with the company too. And Victor was like, no, 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 that's not gonna happen, or whatever. And at the same time, I just don't know how it's all going to unfold because the character of Adam does a really huge win. Yes, exactly. Here's a little bit of a teaser, guys. Um, I can't believe we're going here. But, uh, what was it today? Oh, tomorrow's Wednesday already. Supposedly, Sally and Nick are supposed to talk about having a new baby together. Are you kidding me? She just had a miscarriage. Are you serious? Because that was actually, I think, spoiled today for the Canadian. That's sick. That's, that's sick. I don't, I don't understand what, why they're talking about this. There's no need for a, another child from Sally after she lost the one with Adam. I mean, is this where we're going right now? Okay, here's now? another one. They're going full Sally Spectre here, guys. I don't know. Must She must have gotten some type of a good deal here. Sally's fashion career gets another reboot. Dude, how many times do we have to play Barbie? I am, I, they don't know what to do with Sally. They really don't know what to do with the character of Sally Spectra. I mean, after the lap, I mean, she just got, I think the, the uh, proposal from Victor was rejected at the same time. And, um, you know, uh, you know, I think, uh, and she, like, I think she, like, blamed Adam for whatever. Uh-huh. I just don't understand what direction for Sally Spectra was going on right now these days because every time she gets a new promotion, a new proposal, it gets shut down. So how much do you want to bet, really? that this new uh, project of hers is shut down and then she's back to square one again. Oh my God, I'm sick of it. Cause every time something goes wrong and I love Sally Spectre guys. And Chloe, she's very to- tolerable at sometimes. But how many times do they have to come up with another plan to save their career? Seriously, how do these women even pay for lunch? It makes no sense. They should be suffering. We should be saying the we should really be seeing them suffer like the artist does. We need to see them suffer a little bit. Reality, guys. They shouldn't even have any money down their pockets if that's the case. Look at Adam. He's supposedly rich. And he said that I can buy you... Um, oh, he told his own son I could buy you a, a new school. Adam, if you can do that, why can't you buy your own company? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's just one of the things that does not make... No. Sense with the storylines that we have right now for Y&R. Yeah. The character of Science Spectra, the show, does not know what to do with her. And I think it's just better to write the character out. She leaves Chanel City. And I bring her back out. later. There's no rush. And, and those of you concerned about Adam, like I am, and you, uh, I hear that Adam's possible second chance again is going to be with Heather. Really? Oh, wow. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. If it keeps him away from Sally and quit playing high school, after school special, then yes. Heather is a (laughs) grown-up. She's much more older than Sally. Let's get real. But please, let's stop with the Degrassi High. Heather does not, the actress, uh, does not deserve the high school crap that you put on Sally and Phyllis. Stop writing every woman like they're in high school or college, because it's getting really insulting. 
Yeah, I mean, who's actually writing this show called The Unrust? Is it Josh Griffith or is it someone else? Yeah, I know, right? I don't know, understand what's going on in the show when it comes to the current storylines. Some of them make no sense whatsoever with how they're written. And there is some good news in the light, guys. Um, we were told that there is an assistant writer coming in to help for Young and the Restless. It's supposed to, I think, I, yeah, I think he starts about probably next week or the week after as we get into September. But we'll find out soon who it is. But the person cannot come on soon enough because it seems like all the the characters are just going one direction in another direction like a circle and nobody is getting out of the circle. Oh. Yeah, no problem. You're good. Okay, sorry about that. Oh yeah, you're fine? No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, don't you, don't you, do you no, see no. it, Nathan? All the characters in the circle and they can't get out. Okay. Oh no, you you notice how all the characters are like one big circle and nobody's able to get out. Yeah, it's still they're all in the same bubble and there's just no way for them to get out. Uh, it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is on YNR these days. Like today's episode, I was told that Nate is Adam's replacement in a risky plan. Oh wow, that sounds juicy. Not. Yeah, I, I don't see the drama in that at all. Uh, I just, I don't know. All right, go ahead, give us our, um, go ahead and give us our, um, our spoilers, what you got for, uh, the rest, I guess, the rest of this week and next week, I guess? Yeah, uh, the rest of it for the week of... Uh, August 21st, and then uh, I'll go into the week of yeah. August 28th for Young Russell. So let's go to um, the rest of the week for Ryan off the week of August 21st. Tomorrow, Wednesday 23rd, um, let's see here. 
Nick and Sarah discuss the future of the couple. Marriage and Sarah are challenged as parents. Summer and Kyle reach a decision about their marriage. Thursday, March 24, 2023. Victor reveals a new game plan. Victoria deals Ashley in third degree. Jack and Bailey plot their next move against Tucker. Friday, August 23, 2023. Victor and Nikki share a difference of opinion. Nikki and Sharon struggle working with Adam. And Elena moves on from Nate. Then we go to August 28th. Uh, and these are only early, the early additional spoilers. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, there's uh, four of them. The first one, Victor keeps Adam alive. Elena learns the serving news. Sarah supports Adam. Victoria pushes Ashley's buttons. And that's it. Dude, how many times... I love Victor. I love Adam. But how many times does Victor have to scold Adam? I'm sick and tired of it. It's just it repetitive. That's like having Brooke scold everybody on the Bold and Beautiful almost every other week. That's ridiculous. Not only that, but what is, a, what is Elena's purpose on Ryan all these days? I mean, come on. Oh, God. Elena, please, they just need to write her out. I don't care anymore if she's got a new man. Unless he's a sexy hunk that can act, then maybe. But overall, I, it's just me. It's just its just too many people. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people they can actually let go and write off for the end of the I mean, Elena is one of them. Sal is another one of them. Um, oh, and Mariah. I love Tessa, but I, I'm tired of Mariah. I, I don't even care about this baby situation with her. The baby can't hear or having deaf or something. I wish I could say I'm invested, but I'm not. Because Mariah already acts like she can't, don't want to be a mom anyway. So how are we supposed to invest in a woman that doesn't even act like she wants a child? I do not I do not care about the storyline at all. I love both of them, but they can go. I kind of like forward and, and stop, forward, stop. I'm okay with Tessa. You remember I hated Tessa. But when she's on, I'll put up with her while she's with uh, Mariah scenes. But if it's a Mariah scene talking on the phone, I'm going to forward that crap. I don't blame you at all. I mean, I used to, yeah, I used to despise hate, hate, uh, you know, to write out, you know, back then too because yeah. I thought she had... Oh, God. Yeah. You know, now, you know, she's more tolerable mm -hmm. than Mariah. And I love Chandler Grimes, but at the same time, the character of Mariah has been very insufferable ever since she came back because of this baby storyline or whatever they're doing. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. All right, we're going to take one quick music break and then we're going to head over to General Hospital. Um... I'll let you pick one of your favorite songs, Nathan, from one of your playlists. Okay, uh, okay, I'll do that right now. Let me, let me get one right now. All right.
Awesome. Thank you, Nathan. All right. Before Nathan gives us our spoilers, the only one I've got for GH tonight is get ready, guys, because he's returning. Nicholas is returning with the agenda. He's going to use what he has on Esme to try to get her where she's supposed to be, like, sent to jail. Now, I don't know about you, Nathan, but I don't know many times they're going to try to put that girl away. It's getting old. It's getting old. How many times is the town gonna try to put her in jail? Yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, I understand that you know the show most likely and mostly you know Frank Martin loves the actress she plays Esme, but oh yeah, the character of Esme has never paid for anything else she came on, and she's been a thorn in the side of Spencer and Trina, and it's just it's crazy. It's just um, uh, Esme has no place on that show than to be you know trying to split you know Spencer and Trina for whatever reason. All right, so what is your small recap for GH? Is there anything of interest to you that's going on? Because if you're like me, I'm just getting whipped with all the stories. I'm like, I don't know which one to keep up with anymore. It's confusing me. Um, the only stories that are keeping me is interest is the one, the kind of storyline between Dante. Uh, also, Dante is a part of it. Um, you know, then we have a uh, story with, uh, you know, Ava, Austin, Mason, and, yeah. you know, who, you know, the, who the boss is for that storyline. Um, you know, uh, when it comes to other storylines, there's others I, I like and there are others I don't. Like, for example, the storyline with uh, TJ and Molly and that whole baby story and stuff, and the fact that the actor who plays Gregory in uh, General Hospital, his uh, daughter is also part of that show playing the surrogate for T.J. Molly. Oh, wow. And then you've also got, um, what's it is? Uh, oh, you got Will and Nina. Yeah, I, you know, that, um, you know, Will and Nina, though, you know, at least they are bonding as mother and daughter, beginning to know as mother and daughter, but we all know that when the truth is revealed, you know, that's probably going to go to waste. Um, so, you know, I don't care much about it, but at least there is progress on that yeah. storytelling. Uh, we also have uh, the storyline with uh, Curtis and, you know, him being paralyzed, which is what I don't care much about, but I do think that the actual plays Curtis is doing the best that he can with that storytelling. Um, you know, uh, then there's also the storyline with Cody. Uh, Sam, Sasha, Gladys, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I do appreciate Josh Kelly and what he's doing with the storyline. Uh, the character of Craig used to, you know, bother the crap out of me when he came into the show months back, but yeah. it's tolerable. Uh, he's trying to, you know, free Sasha, and I think the only way he's trying to do that is to become crazy and, you know, go to fun club, and that way he can probably break Sasha out until they can go on the run together. Uh, in order to clear Sasha's name, uh, you know. Meanwhile, you have uh, Sam McCall played by Tony Monaco, who has no storyline, uh, and her character is part of the storyline, but she will, she's you know trying to help Cody out. Yeah. And I think Spinelli was also helping out, but we have not seen that much of him as of late too. Uh, then we have uh, Lisa pondering her next act, so to speak, uh, pondering what she would do next. Um, 
and then we have also uh, the uh, other storyline that people are dreading, which is Elizabeth and Dr. Finn. No, right. I mean, their, their scenes are just cringeworthy. I do not know why the show is used to go back to them. Hopefully, hate, like you said, like you said, Union's got to come back to Joe Hospital sometime in the yeah. fall, so hopefully she will be the one that breaks them up with good because I cannot see the two of them being together in their scenes. Yeah, it's getting, it's just getting too ridiculous um, on that part. What do you have um, for spoilers for us? All right, let's go to the rest of the week for the mm-hmm. 21st. Yeah. Uh, for August, so Joe Hospital, then we'll go to the week of... 28th, so let's go to the, uh, the 21st for the remainder of it. Tomorrow, August 23rd, 23rd, on Wednesday, Anna Mitchell Jordan, Silly Questions Ava, Spencer and Curtis Trina, Early Urges Drew, Bleacher Feels Inspired, August 24th, 2023, Jordan vs. Curtis, Silly Warns Carly, Spencer Confides in Trina, Max and Lucy Deliver Bad News, Sam Calls Out Cody, then August 23rd, 2023, Friday at the end of this week, Brooklyn is livid. Alexis has questions. Quinn mixes case to Sam. Nick and Quinn Sunny. Christina confides in Willow. Then we get to the week of August 28th. So here we go. Next week, starting on Monday, August 28th, 2023, um, Elizabeth confronts Ben. Sarah counsels Curtis. Christina seeks out Alexis. Carly punches Diane. Lucy confronts Martin. And August 29, 2023, Cyrus Prince Drew, Rise is an ethical, Rick and Sunny put their heads together, Tracy creates a stir, and yes, guys, you guessed it, one only. Jackson Montgomery played by Walt Willow will make his return on that show. August 30, 2023, Rick is blindsided, Dante tries to visit, tries to visit uh, Sasha, Bird puts on a show, Sunny is spoiled, Nick gets struck in intel, August, um, 31st mm-hmm. on Thursday, Nance Currency is picked. Brooklyn watches out. Chase makes a proposition. Spencer defies Alexis. Emma is frustrated, then actually on September 1st during that week. On Friday, uh, Lily tries to jog A's memory. Chase makes a strong case. Jocelyn opens up the Collie. Brooklyn voices her doubts. And Nia versus uh, with Wally. Also before uh, we were four, I just want to give a heads up. As I had mentioned before, what will return as Jackson Montgomery on uh, the 29th uh, next week on uh, you know on uh, Tuesday for uh, John Hospital. He's going to have uh, two events uh, take place in October, and let me just get the uh, dates of those events right here. Okay, and uh, here we go. Uh, there will be a private dinner in Astoria, uh, New York. Which we want will be Sunday, October 21st, and also uh, Sunday, October 22nd. The Governor's Comedy Club, where we will be there. Uh, for the Governor's Comedy Club, go to govs.com, that's G O V S dot com for details on that event. Also, Saturday, October 21st, Coastal Entertainment will be hosting that event alongside Rob Williams for the Power Dinner in Astro, New York. Go to coastalentertainment.com slash events for more information. Oh, wow. Sounds exciting. Yes, it does. All right. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, Nathan's going to play commercial for Pizza Hut. And when we return, we're heading to Salem.
teasers for you. Xander will be catching Chloe kissing Philip. We knew that was coming. Uh, let's see. If anyone watched... Oh, tomorrow's... Okay, here it is. Tomorrow's little tidbit is Dimitri's marriage is under investigation. Yes, that's true as well. And let's see here. I believe Sloane is supposed to lose her baby, or is that like a health scare? Uh, yeah, she lost her child today. She lost her child today on Days of Lives. The child that Eric and Sloane were supposed to have, uh, they lost a child again. So that makes it, uh, th that makes it, you know, one child for Sloane that she's lost, and actually three children that Eric has lost too. So do you, do you think they're gonna just pull it because they've done it before? You think she's gonna try to? Go after Nicole's baby, or probably not, right? Because everybody knows that she lost her baby. I think she, she may try, but then again, it wouldn't make sense. That people will recognize that it's you know Nicole and Eric's baby, so yeah. it probably won't last that long anyway. Okay, and then of course the good news I did hear is that Johnny will finally win Chanel's heart back. Yes, and hopefully the, the, the sticks. Let it together. stick, cause. Please, do not pair them with anyone else. That's it. No more. Yeah, we, we don't need any more stuff from them. Just let Johnny and Chanel be happy. And let them date and let them get to know each other. Because I love them. Oh my god, yes. You know, I was thinking about it. Um, I think Johnny and Chanel could be the next um, Marlena and John Black. I never really thought about that. You know, for the next generation? Yes. I think they, because remember, we had Lucas and Sammy. Yes, so why not go on to the next generation? I, that's just my thought of thinking of that. All right. Um, oh, and uh, there's another little tidbit is Paulina's supposed to fall in love with Abe all over again when he invites her to join her for uh, a dinner date. Yeah, I figured they would do Yeah, that. they're going to pull a GH scenario, what GH is doing with Olivia and Ned where Olivia's attracted to Eddie. So it's kind of like they're copycatting each other, but what can we do? All right, what do you got for spoilers for days, uh, Nathan? All right, let's go to the rest of the week for the week of August 21st, and then to the week of August 28th for yeah. your lives. All right, so tomorrow, Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023, mm -hmm. April's reality is called into question. Trip and Wendy ponder a big decision. The validity of Dimitri's marriage is questioned. Wendy was the intimate moment. Thursday, August 24, 2023. Romina and Roman remember Victor. Linda's behavior causes suspicion. EJ has a nightmare when she takes the sign. Ellis calls Ava's fears. Friday, August 23, 2023. Linda offers some leadership advice to Sloan. She is surprised by an the visitor. Chloe is stunned by a surprise visitor. Uh, Sarah admits she lied to Alexander, then we'll go to, uh, next week, the week of August 28th, 2023, for Days of Lives. okay, and this is the scores I have so far, from mm -hmm. I just, uh, first one, Philip was put with, uh, with Chloe, Kate worries about Rex, 
Just yet. All right, I'll be right back. 